to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City, the first edition of Keys to the City, 2021 edition of Keys to the City. Everybody rejoiced. We have made it past 2020, ladies and gentlemen. But there's also, I know people are happy about that, but football fans, I'm going to break your hearts. There's only one month left of football. I'm sorry. I know we're happy for maybe five seconds, but there's only one month left of football. Plain and simple. Here we go. It's playoff time. There's a lot going on in the NFL. It is Black Monday. Coaches getting fired, as we've already seen the Jacksonville Jaguars get rid of Doug Marone. The Los Angeles Chargers get rid of Anthony Lynn. Gates is gone, finally, Adam Gase. Uh, the Texans are looking for a new coach. Is Urban Meyer coming to the NFL? A lot happening this offseason is going to be chaos. Madness. Straight up, I can't wait. But And we'll talk about Tua at the end of the show. We'll talk about who's the most dangerous team in the AFC with the with the Chiefs. Is it the Bills or is it the Ravens? The two hottest teams right now. We'll talk about that. But let's start off with last night's game. We were going to start off with the Giants because we are Giant fans. But last night something happened. Something happened that we've we've as football fans have never actually seen. No, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching right now, this is not a Giant fan complaining. These are not Giant fans complaining. The New York Giants. Let's get this thing clear. The New York Giants had their opportunities. So for Giant fans that are complaining, bitching, and moaning that the Philadelphia Eagles didn't get us into the playoffs, first of all, Ted, you can come in and finish uh, that statement that you want to say. How many games do you play in the NFL? 16. 16 games. How many of the games did the Giants win of those 16? Six. Six games. So we're going to blame a team, the Philadelphia Eagles, for not getting the Giants into the playoffs. The Giants had their opportunities. They were 5-7. and seven. They controlled their own destiny. And guess what? They squandered all of that. So for anybody that's going to be, oh, Giant fans complaining, I'm not one of them. The Giants had their opportunity, and I think all three of us can agree on that plain and simple. But last night, well, that was the first time I've ever seen. This way, you want to go this way? Go that way. This way, you want me out of the screen? Oh, God, so you get the. I got you. But this was the first time that I can actually say I saw a team tank last night. There's no reason for it. Doug Peterson, his excuse was, we wanted Nate to play. He's been here for four years. We want to see him play. What the hell does that mean? This is even more controversy for a team that's already dealing with a chaos, a chaotic organization. You got a backup quarterback that's going to get traded. You have a quarterback that you thought may, and Carson Wentz. You have a quarterback that maybe you think is your franchise he quarterback. He wasn't even dressed last night. That's, that's, even dressed. that's what baffled me the most last night was the $100 million man wasn't even dressed. There was no injury. So – what does that tell you as an Eagles fan that everything in your organization is turned upside down from top to bottom? The Eagles need a, a whole change right now. And I told Trevor last and night. how fast I they've faltered. I think, think this, about that. This is, a, this is a really deep and internal situation. They have a lot of guys that are older, closer to 30. What they have over 12 guys last night, over 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Could They said last night, I saw a picture last night, Zach Ertz sitting on, was the last player on the field, sitting by himself in the thing. Would this be the Zach Ertz's last home game? All the guys that were out for the Eagles last night, 
it just everything that's happened with the Eagles has been tumultuous this year. And it's very unfortunate because this is a team not too long ago that you're like, all right, as a Philadelphia Eagles. Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl champs. They're they're going in the right direction. You got Miles Sanders, you had some young pieces. They screwed up. They haven't drafted a young good receiver to put around um Carson Wentz. You know, they they got Dallas Godier, but he hasn't really panned out. And you thought that the double tight ends with Ertz and Godier was gonna work out. Miles Sanders has been a nice piece, but it hasn't been healthy. But just getting back into the game last night. So, you look at the game last night. Everyone, and I think Darren Orlowski put a good point this year. All four teams in the NFC is as bad as they were as teams. They all fought to the end, all the way through and through. Dallas gave it. The Dallas Giant game was a playoff game. Joe, you said it right before it was as close to a playoff game as you can get one without actually being an official playoff game. And then last night, the Eagles. I'm watching the game last night. I go, Wow, this team is really playing hard. They're, you don't have nothing to play for, but they're still playing hard. I'm like, they go for it. Not once, but twice on fourth down. Mm-hmm. You go for it on fourth and goal. I'm like, why wouldn't you just take the points, kick the field goal, tie the game? Your defense is playing really well right now. Alex Smith can't throw the ball more than five yards down the field. It was, and, their, it was their type of game that they could easily win if you had Jalen Hurts. What we're trying to say is Jalen Hurts is in. Maybe those results are different, and we're talking about a whole different thing. But that's Well, you're that's, not trying to win the game when you're the best player on your team. But who scored you the two touchdowns is sitting on the bench. If you watch the little meme that goes, he shakes his head and goes, I don't know what's going on. Joe, what, I mean, even players. I saw on Twitter, Giants players, uh, league officials around were just baffled, appalled. The I, guy, as the word I saw a lot was the word disgrace of what the Eagles well, did Morris, last night. Chris Morrison's tweet was the best one, and it wasn't had nothing to do with the Giants-Eagles game. It just had to do with the respect of the game because players saw like Deshaun Watson, who have nothing to play for, playing all the way through the end. I feel bad. And the Texans. we got to get Joe into this. Fight it to the Joe's end. On, Joe's on mute right now. <laughs> it's six minutes. Joe's not in. We got to get the Joseph, you saw the game yeah. last night. You saw how people have reacted since. What was your whole take on it? And I mean, as a Giant fan, I we're not. I'm not getting ticked off. I'm not mad about the whole Giant situation. They had their opportunities, but you saw something like that. And what do you what do you have to say for yourself as a football fan? Well, look, here's what I said to you guys earlier, and, and I, I think this still stands. You know, I, I agree. I mean, the Giants could have taken care of business when they had the chance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, go go back to, you know, week eight against Philly where an Evan Ingram um, drop right. cost the Giants a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that game, you could argue, is, is really the difference maker. You know, blaming uh, – Blaming the Eagles for not beating Washington, as I said to you guys before the show, was like blaming Steve Bartman for the 2003 uh, Cubs not winning the World Series. I mean, it was game six. It was the eighth inning. I mean, who was the shortstop that bought Alex Gonzalez, who was a gold glove shortstop, bought the double play? I mean, and then then things just started. Let's blame Steve Bartman. Let's blame blame that. I mean, again, uh, look, to me, it's six and ten. It's it's not ideal for the Giants. We'll get into that. But as far as is what the Eagles did, I don't care. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I expected I it when Suffield ran out of the field. I thought, ah, these sons, uh, they get you everything. It's the Eagles, and I think for the Eagles, I mean, I think as much of the motivation was to get a better draft pick. I think sticking it to the Giants 
will always feel good for the Eagles. I, I, I mean, why, why would why you even coach? Why would that even be a consideration? Because think about this. You're play, every football player knows you play to win the game. I mean, the Herm Edwards uh, quote of the century, you play to win the game. Why would you do that? Because his, my, I sent you guys the, the press conference after where he goes, we weren't taking, we had Brandon Graham and Zach Ertz playing. All right. What does that have to do with anything? Right. I'm telling you that your quarterback after four years deserves to get reps. It's like, Hey, you in the state championship game, we're only we're we're down by three, but we're gonna put our backup court. Like, I know you had nothing to play for except for a draft pick, but why would you? I mean, I just, what is that? What does that say? Well, that's the thing. I mean, look, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make this political or anything. But we live in a country where nobody's going to admit when they get called out on their BS. You don't have to anymore, and so you just lie, and that's that's what he did. I mean, again, oh, to yeah, answer yeah. the. To answer the question, were you trying to win? Well, Zach Ertz had a helmet. What? What? what yes or no? Were you trying to win? Yes or no? It's a yes or no question. Well, uh, Jalen Hurts played the first three quarters. Uh, uh, those are not yet. Yeah, uh, this is a simple yes or no. And he chose when to give it the avoid, answer. When you keep avoiding the questions, just ask Jose Altuve. You know you're a liar. Listen, he should have started the game on the first snap. Not in the fourth quarter. That's what makes it even worse. Just start them in the beginning of the game. Just so you know going into it, that is what it, it they is. The, they wanted the seventh overall. Here's my biggest thing, first of Let all. Let me tell you, hold on. If you don't think if you don't think that Philadelphia, don't be ignorant. They hate the Giants. I have a few Eagles fans, uh friends that are Eagles fans. I don't know why we're friends. I, I, my thought is that they're friends with me because they want to rub it in my face every chance they get. There's a reason why so the Giants. Think, Giant fans if don't you like think that probably. organization isn't motivated to watch the Giants, especially after the tweets the Giants had put out before the game, mm-hmm. come on. Here's my come thing. About, here's my thing about this whole game and the way that how he handled this. What kind of message does it send to the franchise too? Like, this was a team, like we said a couple of years ago, just won a Super Bowl, their first ever Super Bowl. And we thought that the Eagles were going to be there for a while. Now, all of a sudden, we're talking about them being a chaotic dumpster fire. Like, what kind of mess Carson is just that? Well, yeah, Carson Wentz wants out. So, how about this? Yeah, you on, 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 Zach, you're probably going to get rid of Zach. Or Zach Rich is probably not going to be coming back. Jason Kelsey, who's been one of your best players for, like, the next the last 10 years, it feels like. And he came out a couple weeks ago and talked about playing to win the game. J.J. Watt came out the previous week on a 4-11 and team, too, that, guess what? They don't even have a first two-round pitch. And they still are playing their asses off. They almost beat the Titans yesterday. So don't give me this reason of, oh, we weren't tanking. We were playing to win. BS, Doug Peterson. Come out and be a man and be honest with yourself. But you can't it's say the, that. He can't so, say that. No, BS. Because now you look like even more of a clown. And this is, and I told you at the beginning, this is not an angry Giant fan. The Giants had their chances. This is a football fan ticked off at seeing an embarrassment on two on the 256th game of the year in a year that we maybe never thought NFL football would finish out. And that's how they finished the 2020-2021 season, regular season, by tanking, literally tanking. So don't give me this BS about we tried to play to win when you want to put in a guy that we've never even seen with the exception of injuries playing on the field. It's a bad message to the team, bad message to the players. It's a bad message to the franchise. And the Eagles, good. I hope they suffer.
And that's the giant in me. That's the giant fan in me because I hate the Eagles. I don't care if they, if they lost. I don't care. I just wish that w- the way they handled it all. And just for God's sakes, be honest with yourself. It's a bad look for the NFL. It is a bad look for the league. And, and because here's the thing. That was the game you sent to primetime. That was the game that you were like, all right, we got Jalen Hurts, Alex Smith come back. You got the comeback story. Divisional game. A lot going to be on the line. No one expected you to be here January 3rd. And, I mean, let's face it, we saw it on Red Zone earlier. You might as well put the Lions-Vikings game on because that game was entertaining all the way through. That the most entertaining game of the weekend. I mean, that's the game you put on. And think about it. Once that kid came in, Joe, you knew the game was over. You knew oh, the yeah. game was over. And, and you watched the game. There was a lot of crazy things that I saw within the Eagles game plan. I was like, didn't understand it. This is a kid, Jalen Hurts, that you told you're going to start over your $100 million man in Carson Wentz. And then you're going to bench him in the fourth quarter. This is the time where you find out what this, kid is, Dale, what, this kid is made, what this kid is made of. These are the refs, the fourth quarter refs. When you're down by three to find out, is he going to be the guy next year? What are you going to do with Carson Wentz? Is Carson Wentz going to be the guy? Not Nate Sudfield, bro. He hadn't played since 2018. It's, a, it's a terrible message. Before we get to the Giants, I do want to say one thing. I mean, we got to congratulate the Washington football team, Alex Smith. I mean, unbelievable story. Alex Smith, Ron Rivera, two guys get killed. Oh, who cares? The way Alex Smith was the quarterback and finished the season to a guy we thought he maybe never was going to make another. Who knows? He, we almost thought at one point Alex Smith was this going to die at one point in that whole start. This and then Ron Rivera, great job. I mean, you got to give where due credit is due. They are the NFC's champs. Joe, the Giants would have Giants would have gave Tampa Saturday night game. It is what 50. it is in New York. Yeah. A much better game. We than say that now, but the Giants. No. We say it now. No, I don't I say it now. That. I say it now. Yesterday and before, I said it to you yesterday. The Giants would have gave Tampa a run for their money Saturday night because there would have been an order at Giants Stadium. It would have been eight fifteen, cold game. Tampa doesn't want to play. Devin White's out. Eli would have came out of retirement. Mike, no, Mike Evans just suffered a knee injury. That's about Bruce Aarons, who didn't need to play a guy who had nothing to play for gets hurt. It would have set up for a good giant game, and that defense could have matched up against Tampa Bay. Maybe the offense was not playing well enough, but I think the Giants would have given the all in Tampa all. Last night's actions matchup. from Doug Peterson was a slap in the face to the NFL and the slap in the face to the Eagles franchise too. The players that maybe were playing their last game as a Philadelphia Eagles. You're going to see major changes, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles try to move on from Doug Peterson because maybe this is Carson Wentz saying, "Hey, you pick me or him." So. Look, I, I, you know, I don't think. Ask most Eagles fans; they don't, they don't love Peterson. Never did. He's kind of bush league. He's not like, yeah, he's a, he's a McAdoo. He's one of those guys. I, I mean, it, he's not well, going to be like. Guy, he's a numbers no. guy. Put downs. Go it for it. a lot. Oh, and, um, and then a for a tie, Joe. This is a guy that played for a tie instead of a winner. Funny, funny. They thought the tie was going to help them in the long run. Now it actually hurts them. Uh, in the loss yeah, column, they got a better pick. Yeah. pick. Good. Philadelphia Eagles is already starting. <laughs> Doug Peterson is, uh, to me, uh, what what Dan Mullins is at Florida. I just feel like a a, a, a solid Joe, franchise, a solid going, program, a solid program with with a guy who's too bush league to to be uh, the the head of. Dan Mullins being ahead of that program and Peterson being a coach of this team, I find offensive as someone that doesn't like either team, uh, but respects the program. Okay. And uh, just to build off your point before we move on, Trevor, you know, as you said, all these people going out there, the last game of a miracle season, they go on all the COVID tests mm-hmm. that had to be spent and wasted so that Doug Peterson could pull that horse crap last night 
at the end of the game. Think about all the people that had to sacrifice and all the things they had to go through for you to put that effort. That that tells me all I need to know about Doug Peterson and and I think the Eagles franchise and and while they certainly appreciate that that better draft pick, I I think in the long run. I, I think they know who their guy is there, and and I think that's bad news for him. Enjoy it. So let's move over to the New York Football Giants, and let's finally get into that because we are Giant fans. And look, I know they're oh, not in the playoffs. Not they're not. No, I don't want to. No, we'll talk about we'll talk about Tua. We'll finish off with Tua because that's actually going to be one of the most interesting debates in this entire offseason is if the Dolphins are going to stick with Tua. We'll talk about that though. The New York Giants. Yes, they are not in the playoffs. But anytime you can beat the Dallas Cowboys, there's nothing better. It's just as a Giant fan, there's nothing better than beating the Dallas Cowboys. We hadn't beaten them in like seven, seven straight games. Yeah, it was the, seven straight. It was seven straight games, and everybody was on Dallas. So to see the Giants finish off a season that, well, we thought that who knows what the New York Giants were going to be? New head coach, new offensive system. Was Daniel Jones going to be the answer? That's what my record was, though. Six and ten. I had. The I Giants think we finish both them. had six, and I think we all had six and Joe, ten. Joe, what did you? You had about seven and nine, eight and eight, right, bud? No. I know. No, I said well, five, five and 11. eleven. Five and eleven. So the Giants, which is why I, I honestly thought they were going to lose this week. I thought, nah, they'll finish five and eleven, like I thought they would. So, well, and that's why I say I'm proud of the fact that the Giants knew. First things first, this morning. Sunday, we got to win the game. Yes, and they did that. And I don't care. I don't care about anything else that happened. I don't care. I really do not care. And I'll be honest. If if I was Doug Peterson and I was standing next to him last night and he was like, "Should we put in Sudfield and get the uh, the six pick?" I'd have been like, "Do it." Yeah, let me go get his helmet. Um, if I was an Eagles fan, I wouldn't have had a problem with it at all. And I and I think most people uh, deep down probably do feel that way. But so- for the Giants to go out there in a must win game. And yeah. win the game, I'll take it. To me, another another great building block going into next season for the Giants. And I know that the Giants' record is six and ten, another losing season. But it just it felt different from six and ten this year to a five and eleven team last year because last, last year, season. well, the past couple years, I should say, because yes, they had crappy records. They've been terrible records, and we never had a direction. That was the worst part about it. At least six and ten. You still have about 95% of a direction that you're going with. I think that main question still is going to be going into next year. Is Daniel Jones going to be the franchise quarterback? It's going to be the million-dollar question until we actually see him take that next step, like a Josh Allen step. Uh, that, yeah, other I, would, than, I would say Baker Mayfield. Okay, other than that, the Giants have a very good have a very bright future. Their defense is young. They're going to resign Leonard Williams. A hell of a season he had. I know it's a contract season, but a great game he had yesterday. The X Man, Xavier McKinney, with his first pick. A great game with two picks. They, 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 they should have five picks yesterday. About three of them should have been pick sixes. But there is a sort of direction. And that's what we've said. All I wanted from this giant team this year was a direction and the right direction. Not going backwards. I wanted them going forward. I can now sit here. I know six and ten. They're not in the playoffs, but I can sit here and say I'm very, very excited for Big Blue's future. Plain and simple, they have the right thing going. They're going to get Saquon back. They're going to have to figure out a receiver situation because another day, another game, another reason why the Giants need a receiver, and they might need another tight end too because Evan Ingram, my goodness, it's amazing how he was a Pro Bowler this year, and even even himself was shocked. But the Giants have a direction. I could be satisfied and excited about that. 
Yeah, well, look, it, well, if you look to, I mean, the, the free agency market for receivers and defensive ends is pretty deep, and the Giants do have no some money to spend. No one big time. There's here. Free agency. No, no, listen, no one that I think Allen Robinson could be. Yeah, a but no, changer. but no one, not like he's not that. If Allen Robinson could make Mitchell Trubisky decent, and we all thought Mitchell Trubisky's career is above uh, Buffalo, uh, a Chicago Bear was over with. Now we're thinking maybe the Chicago bring back Trubisky. I mean, Allen Robinson has displayed himself as a true. I know he's not a Devontae or DeAndre. Yeah, but here's the thing: you're gonna have to pay. Right at that year, you're gonna have to pay big money for him because there's gonna be a lot of teams taking the. Okay, so what? So you take your chance on a rookie receiver, or you want to pay a man like Allen Robinson, who's been consistent. You've seen what he can do with a guy like Mitchell Trubisky. I'm I'm paying I'm paying a rookie because you got to think financially long term. Point point of the matter is. Point of the matter is. Listen, you're gonna have to pay Jabril Peppers. You're gonna have to pay Leonard Williams. Guess what? You can play next year if they drafted Devontae Smith or a um Jamar Chase. Well, Jamar Chase is going to be gone by then. So Devontae Waddle. Smith, something like that, and Jalen Waddle, and you can't be pissed off or oh god, they don't have a number one receiver. Well, here, here's the well, thing: they have the opportunity if he's there. That's if Chicago decides to franchise him. Also. Well, yes. Well, there'll be a lot of question marks. Listen, what I said yesterday because I got we got into a big time with the CMG podcast, and then it got a little <laughs> thing when people want to ask me if I ever played quarterback, and I said I literally would run round circles around half you guys. And any, this is a fact. And anytime you guys want to line up in the Oklahoma drill with no pads, bring I'll, it on, baby. I'm ready for that too. So let's get back to the point. <laughs> the Giants' defense is good. Okay, we know we need another extra corner, another uh, number two. I like where our linebacker core is. We've all talked about it, and it's. It's common knowledge, Captain Obvious. We, we can use a pass rusher. That's obvious. But I think if you really truly look at the Giants as a team, you can be pretty satisfied so far going forward with what we have defensively Hell and coaching yeah. staff. I like where our offensive line was. I Our offensive line played its best game in the last four games. Because it showed. Daniel Jones, for the most part, was protected yesterday and was given time. Now, you can tell he wasn't 100%. And maybe that played into a lot of his throws. But... Like we said multiple times, I'll repeat myself again. He's got one more year. And people are like, what do you mean one more year? It's the same thing you say about every quarterback now. The the timing in your mind is not five years no more with a starting quarterback. Because two years ago, we were saying the same thing about Baker Mayfield and about Josh, Josh Allen and about every quarterback. And we're going to talk about two in a second. Because, and I'll put this one, I said it to you before. Because Herbert and Joe Burrow looked so good early in the season, that's why the pressure's on Tua. When your colleagues or your brothers do is do really exceptional, the pressure becomes on the younger brother to succeed as well or uphold that standard. Okay. Dwayne Haskins was a boss. Kyle Murray's really good athletically, but he's not that good. He has injuries. If Haskins and Murray were playing really well and led their teams to the playoffs, your question mark about Daniel Jones would be get rid of him now. And the only reason why you say give him another year is because you have the, the guys around him, he doesn't have the supporting cast, and the other quarterbacks that were drafted in his class have not played up to their standard. And that's what it comes down to because you're compared to your colleagues. Mm-hmm. If me and Joe are both going for the same job, but Joe is acing it every time, and I'm slacking, well, guess who's getting dropped eventually? As good as I might be, I might be a better overall person Joe. Joe's killing it. I'm out the door. We'll find someone else. And that's what it comes down to the NFL because you want that woe factor. People go to me, Ted, well, how many guys have a woe factor? That's the difference. The guys that have the woe factor are going to be the guys that you're going to be talking about every year about Super Bowl contenders. And the guys that don't have that woe factor as a they might be good, are going to be good, they but do. they're not going to be good enough. No offense. I love Alex Smith, and I'm not trying to – but that's why they went on from him with Callan Kaepernick. 
Because Colin Kaepernick's upside was higher, and that's why he went he into the Super Bowl. That's why he lost his job to Mahomes, because Mahomes' element is better because there's a movement. Alex Smith is great. We looked at it. Look at the stats. Consistency wins playoffs. He's always been consistent since coming. But can he get you over that hump? And I look at Daniel Jones yesterday, and people may think I'm crazy, but I look at him like there's too many inconsistencies. But that's why I give him. I'm going to be fair to him. He's got to have one more year. And like Joe said multiple times, let's give him a healthy Saquon for 15, 16 games. Let's give him a number one receiver, someone who can catch the ball consistently. I like what I saw from Sterling Shepard. I wish I saw that more consistently on a, on a weekly basis. Well, most because, you know, and the other thing is we love the tight end Ingram, but he can't catch the ball, and he's cost us not only games, he costs us a, a division title. Man, we could be, we're talking the Giants in the playoff. We're talking Giants Bucks this week. If Everett Ingram just catches the ball. My biggest thing, and I said this last week, if you want Daniel Jones to succeed, you have to keep Jason Garrett for another year. You cannot get another offensive coordinator and throwing another new system at him. That's not going to help. You have to at least, and I want to see Jason Garrett with a, with a full healthy 26 in the backfield too. Joe? Oh, I, t- I tell you, yes. Uh, you know, to me, that that's going to be the big thing because he's never really had it. You know, we talked so many times about how many times has he ever had the, all the weapons? Tate, Ingram, Shepard, Barkley in the same game. I think it's happened it one, one. It one game. It was the game that Barkley got hurt against the Bears this year. The other interesting thing, I'm glad you brought up the idea of a new offensive coordinator. Everybody's like, hey, Dante Pettis, man, this is great. They should have had him out there weeks ago. And, of course, there was a bout with COVID. But I, I read something that he said when the Giants brought him in to learn the playbook. He said it was like reading a foreign language. Yes, I saw that, too, that same thing. And I don't I'm surprised like that. that you use him on special teams more because he was sure. he, he led the NCAA, I think, all the time, time in yeah. punt return and kick return for Boise touchdowns. State, yeah. I liked him out of Boise State. A lot of people remember he was a really good and player that, out of Boise and, State. And I think he could be another key weapon for them. They should use him on special teams more next year he'll because be Deion Lewis had fumbled two out of the past three games on kickoff. Doesn't have that same. So you've got to get rid of Deion Lewis. Stop. Just stop. That's because what? he's too small, I don't understand why on third down he's the blocking back. That's what I'm trying to say. If the, if you want Daniel Jones to succeed, you have to keep Jason Garrett for at least another year. But give him weapons. Look at listen, that's what I'm trying. Just no, go I around know, the young, I know, young, that. young I, 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 I know that. that. I know I'm repeating. But everybody's like, oh, we got to get Jason Garrett out here. Do you want Daniel Jones to succeed? Well, if you go get another offensive coordinator, that's not you're not going to. And you expect Daniel Jones to take this next level step like a Josh Allen top tier quarterback. That's not going to happen with a new offensive Baker coordinator. Mayfield it's going to be four coordinators in three years. That's what I'm trying I don't to say. Wanna, listen, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but again, talk about that one and seven start in terms of all the close games and what that could have been. Yeah. Four and four. You know, if, if they, if, if four and four, that's a nine and seven team. No, if they had gone, more. if you they had gone five and three instead of one and seven, like they could have, if they finished the game, you're talking about a 10 and six giants team. So, mm-hmm. On the door, you got to feel again. You got to feel good about that because again, the, even even after a three game slide, right? They they started turning those losses in the wins. They did it four weeks in a row, and then it was three disastrous letdowns. And and you'll recall all last week, I on several different shows attacked the idea that Joe Judge, I felt like didn't have this team ready to go in what were big games. I thought the Giants were going to lose this week. That was my pick last week. Cowboys win. Because I didn't think they I, – I, I thought there had been such a backslide on the Giants after the last three weeks. There was no way 
they were getting up. Dallas thinking, hey, we can like knock the Giants out of the playoffs right now, right off the bat. Yes, that's that, our Super Bowl. That so, first drive, though, told me that they were a different team. Just watching them go down because yeah. they went down smooth and then the reverse. And then I'm like, oh, this is a little something different. It's not a three and out. It, it was, there was, there was accuracy in the throws, but I do, I listen, there is promise have, with that play. There with is that promise, but I do still question Daniel Jones because even yesterday, when he completed balls to Sterling Shepard, they're low. Hit him in stride, bro. You got, you got, listen, he's got to be more consistent. We have to take into fact, consideration. He has to no, be. He's still not 100%. Don't care that. the quarterback. Eli Manning not. wasn't 100%. Yeah, I know, but the court, you know, as a quarterback. Yeah, well, wait, time out. Eli Manning wasn't 100% a lot of the time, and we criticized him for some of those duck throws and some of the inaccuracies. And a lot of the times, we didn't hold the receivers like Ingram accountable. We've talked about this a million times. The 21 interceptions in, in, in 07, 12 yeah. of those were not his fault. No, absolutely. So, right. Again, we there's times where we want to put it all on the quarterback, but then if we like the quarterback, we're going to finally put it on the receiver. We're starting to put it on the receivers now for the Giants a little bit. Again, look, next season, no no doubt about it, if this Giants team's not in the postseason or or banging on the door again for a postseason slot and not with a one-and-seven kind of start, then you're set for the future at quarterback for at least a few years. Yeah, It'll I tell you, if, if this team does gives you another 5-11 and 11 or 4-12, and 12, obviously no. it means that Daniel Jones was either hurt too much or played like garbage and we're moving on to the next thing. And this is the other interesting thing. You know, every every year they tell you that this is the best quarterback class and there's not going to be another one like it. And then next year there is. There's and always next year there's going to be another one. And another one. I mean, think about it. In two years, DJ, um, DJ, the, the freshman DJ. Yeah. It's going yeah, to be know. the number one pick. Spencer Rattler is going to Grayson be uh, McCall from Coastal, baby. Freshman. If he continue, I mean, these are all guys that are going to be better well, better yeah, well, here's the thing they're only gonna get Herbert better. was supposed to be the guy two years ago stays the next year becomes the third quarterback drafted you know what i mean joe burrow comes out of nowhere this year exactly what i'm saying so you don't know hey, not for nothing deal. not for nothing but does justin herbert's success this year this might be a good topic to tackle maybe later this week does his success by staying another year Maybe some of these guys like Haskins and Trubisky with like 12, 13 starts. Maybe that, maybe that senior year or the junior year, if you're leaving as a salt, maybe, maybe so these guys Fields. might reconsider. Even Justin Fields, because even I forget, you sent it to me on Instagram. I forget who said it said, I think Justin Fields staying in next year because he's only really had like 18 months. So having another year of, of starts because there will be no COVID next year. You know, so you'll have he'll have be able to have a full 10, 11 game season. But if he plays really well against Bama, he's definitely coming out. Grand, I I know the Giants didn't beat anybody other than Seattle Six. I get that. That's totally understandable. But at least, and I just said that I didn't. We didn't expect the Giants to be in Week 17, literally about until 11, maybe 10:45 last night, where the Giants maybe had a chance to go into the playoffs as NFC's champs. We didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, but here's the we thing. The Steelers really haven't been anyone we, either all we, season, we, and we didn't knock them either. And on. then when they started losing to bad teams, we knocked them. Dude. At the end of the day, you play who's on your schedule. It's, it's I, I think that's back. right, dude, right? I mean, that is, that, that's just a stupid argument. I mean, all you can do is beat the team that you're playing. 
500. Were they 0-2 against teams above 500? I know they got their the ass kicked by Tampa Bay. Right? Were they 0-2 against teams? Well, yeah, again, not for nothing, but most teams don't do as well against the better. I mean, that's just how the NFL is. Listen, also, you have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I watched Aaron Rodgers last night. Oh, Snap. me and Dad were watching. We were just like, so it's, I mean, he's poetry he, emotion. He's just pissed. He snaps the ball, comes out, is able to read. Do you know how good of a year Aaron Rodgers had this year, Joe? He had more touchdowns than the Green Bay Packers punted touchdown the ball. Passes. Touchdown passes than punting. No, than his punter, than his actual punt. That's incredible. Wow. A one great Aaron so Rodgers season and 48 touchdowns, 45 punts, 45 punts on the season. But that speaks volumes how good the MVP. How good the offense is. All in all, to close out this statement is we said at the beginning of the year, we wanted to see promise. We wanted to see a direction. And we see it now. I know they finished 6 and 10, another missed miss postseason. But the Giants' big blue future. Does look bright. Hey, can I say they will figure it out? They're going to fight. They know they need a receiver help. They could add to that defense as well. They know what they have to do. The Giants' future will be bright. And, I'm not worried. About and Dave Gettleman will be back next year because maybe for a different role, though. It might be yes, because, like an advisor. Because role. here's he the thing the Leonard Williams trade looks great now. Looks tremendous right now. The Logan Ryan late where no one picks him up looks tremendous. Bradbury's contract. Blake Martinez's contract. Yeah, because Bradbury's contract signing. is like, he's up to Jalen Ramsey standard, but he's not getting paid $100 million. Jabril Peppers in the trade with Dexter Lawrence for Beckham. Look how much that's okay, paid that's off. Out. I mean, every, except for the Saquon thing and Daniel Jones, and those are the two big question marks that are holding over his head. Every kind of other move that he's made has worked out for the most part. Even hiring Joe Judge has worked out. So, Giant fans, I know we're not in the playoffs. I know we could be angry at Eagles, but no. They have their opportunities, but the future does look bright for Big Blow. Let's move over to the AFC and another New York team. But no, it's not the New York Jets because there are some good teams in the New York tri-state area, and that's the Buffalo Bills, the hottest team maybe in football, or is it? Because right now... The Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills, boy, oh, boy, these two teams look like offensive juggernauts right now. We're seeing Lamar Jackson get growing. We're seeing this running attack. Oh, by the way, Baltimore finished again first in the NFL in rushing. No, they had 408 yards rushing. Well, they yeah, that helps when you play Cincinnati. It helps when you play the Bengals. Sure, remember the stat? We saw they had 38 plays to nine. And that's, scary, the time and that's what they do. But also, they are getting better. And better, and they are healthy. My biggest key for the, for both of these teams is not the quarterback play. It's which of their weaknesses offensively is going to come up when they need them. Baltimore's passing game or Buffalo's running game? Because we know Buffalo has a legit passing game. Josh Allen maybe will finish probably second in the MVP this year, only behind Rodgers. We know what Baltimore's running game can do. They can run on anybody. We've seen it the past two years. But can that weakness of the passing game, can they get, can they make enough plays or can that running game, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, can they make enough plays for those two teams to advance into the postseason? That should be the real question. That's the real question because we know both teams are great right now. Defense, both defenses are playing great. I mean, the offense is the Buffalo Bills put up almost 60 points yesterday. My yeah, well, God. also you had the pick six know, and the special teams. But that's what I'm saying. Their defense is looking great. Baltimore State, these two teams are looking great. It's just which of the team's weaknesses are going to make the plays for those two teams to be successful. Well, also, here's the other thing. What coach do you trust? Do you trust Sean McDermott? Or do you Har- trust Harbaugh? Uh, Harbaugh. Plain and simple. He has a Super Bowl. He's been through it all. He has seen every type of 
adversity, um, success, Joe, failure. He's seen it all. Joe, I, I told my coworkers last night, I pretty much know how the wild card weekend's going to go. I, I can, I, you can almost foresee it. Hey, if you're a betting man right now and you're watching, so well, here's the thing: the Colts are going to get beat up by the Bills. First game, I, I one, would, I would Saturday, one o'clock. All right, that's easy. Yeah. Okay, the four o'clock game, I have no idea which Rams team is going to show up, and that depends on Jared Goff. The eight o'clock game, Tampa's going to route. But Joe, here's my prediction going forward with the AFC. I think it's setting up perfectly with my prediction where I had in the Super Bowl. Baltimore is going to beat Tennessee. They are going to beat Tennessee. Hey, Joe, you want to they, go a little double or nothing this time? I, I think, and I truly believe that because after what I've seen from Tennessee the past <laughs> couple weeks defensively, and I know this is about Baltimore and Buffalo, but I'll get to my point real quick, is Tennessee's defense is flawed, and they were up by – by, They're uh, lucky they won down. yesterday. They're lucky they won, lucky and, they won. And, the te- and they've done that multiple times this year. And thank God for Derrick Henry's 2,000 yards and Tannehill being able to play at it. And, and, and thank you for Cowboys. AJ Brown being a, a oh yeah. dude AJ Brown man when he's when he's uh when he's in the lineup and play, I mean they didn't have uh, some oh, kind of double coverage uh safety over the top to help him how much is prevent defense on me get the guy to catch it underneath My so God. here's the thing I think Baltimore takes care of business at Tennessee that's why they're a favorite on the road at Tennessee I think ten- this is payback too this is payback yeah. so Baltimore beats Tennessee I think the, the Bills are going to take care of business and I think the Browns get get housed. Because they could barely beat Pittsburgh this week when they had everything to play for, and Pittsburgh had their backup quarterback and backups in. So I think this sets up perfectly. This is the rematch Lamar and Ravens want. They're going to go into Kansas City and beat them. And I did say because did it's going to be 21 the- days since Mahomes has thrown his last pass. And we did say the that Chiefs have the not been playing well down the stretch. I think when you your team is you want to be hot playing into the you want to be flowing into the to the playoffs. The Chiefs are not playing well. And I think this is payback. And if I can say one thing, Baltimore's running game right now can control the clock. And if you can control the clock, keep 15 off the field, keep 15 off the field. And to play it like the Giants versus the Bills in the 90 Super, 91 Super Bowl, 1990, it was like 38 to 40 minutes of play clock against that Bills offense that could score with Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and Andre Reid and James Lofton. Keep them off the field. Baltimore beats Kansas City in Kansas City and plays against Buffalo in the Buffalo. AFC Championship game. In I mean, Buffalo. I mean, Joe, I, because I think if you look at these two teams, these are the two hottest teams. These are the two best quarterbacks playing in the AFC right now, Lamar and Josh Allen. So everything in my crystal ball says these two teams should match up in the AFC Championship game. It's on you, Joe. Yeah, look, I think the 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 Chiefs are definitely a flawed team. I think, you know, their their ability to, to effectively run the football could become a, a big issue for them. Yep. Uh, but then I think about, you know, right now, do I feel better about Buffalo's weak running game or weaker running game compared to, you know, I, I just feel like when you put it on Lamar, the postseason. You don't have that full trust in Lamar yet. Uh, you, I love you, him. You have that full well, trust in Josh Allen. What is easier to do? And the running game has been more explosive now than it's ever been. Do you have they've opened things up, and I think you listen. You can control the running game. We've talked about this. When you run the ball, only good things can oh, happen. Yeah. When you pass that. the ball, two bad things can happen out of three: incomplete or an interception. Joel, let me ask you this question. So, you don't trust Lamar, but the last time we saw Josh Allen in the postseason, he blew a 16 nothing lead to the Texans. Who do you have more trust in then? Do you have more trust yeah, in Josh Allen still, or do you have trust in Lamar? Because of Allen's ability to just toss it, just throw the ball, stretch the field with his arm, is that why you would give you would lean and give the edge to Josh Allen? I 
would say that's about right. I mean, look, look, what, what did I say a few weeks ago when when Lamar came back in late, right? Won a game, five for five, right? Came back, made made uh, made some big plays. Mm-hmm. Regular season magic is what Lamar Jackson does. He's a great regular season quarterback. Jury's still out on Josh Allen. Not a good first go round, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so less failure rate at this point. I mean, for me. If if Lamar if Lamar gets to Kansas City and he doesn't win, Teddy, where's he at now? You know what I mean? And I worry about that. The reputation as right, that. but it, it looks exactly like you're saying. Like this is going to set up for him to go in there, and and he could very well go in there and light them up. But if he doesn't, that that's a big step well, backwards for Lamar Jackson. And my in my only close relationship that pops in my head is Peyton Manning losing to Brady consecutive years. Well, the yeah. first six, seven years. Well, just in general, he couldn't win. Well, and he couldn't well, he couldn't beat Brady. It seemed like he always ended up going against Brady and losing. So it would be Lamar versus Mahomes, which I think would be ideal for the NFL. It's I mean, the two MVPs. I mean, you just set up and then I think you set up Josh Allen. And the Bills versus the Steelers. I think that's where your AFC matchup is going to be in the in the next round. Those are the four best teams. Cleveland, whatever they're in, good for them. They're going to be out by Pittsburgh, just like and they I, were last time when I they lost say, in 2002. And I still say that the three hottest teams in in the NFL right now is is one of them that is on this. No, all three right now. Right now, the, the three the, hottest teams are the, on the screen. The, I mean, you the Packers. The, oh well, no, you can't forget about the Buccaneers, man. The, I've been saying I've been on the. Uh, no, Trev, who they played the last four weeks plays a factor. And they listen. They were down by more than ten oh, points against oh, Atlanta three weeks ago, and they had to come back to beat Atlanta. Oh, then yesterday, win? every time you look, it was 27-23, 30-27. Oh, and then late touchdowns oh, by Brady late to made it 40-27. Oh, so it makes win? but the the score is skewed by look if you watch the games, Atlanta was never really truly out of the game. So Atlanta that, is just the choke arts. We know how talented Atlanta is. They're they're one of the most talented teams. That team should be in the playoffs or in contention or be been that wild card division race every year. They're that talented. They're just choke artists. That's all they are. So let's get off of the Atlanta crap because that's all they've been since their Super Bowl debacle. They're choke artists. They're one of the most talented teams. They're a more talented team than the New York Giants. They just can't finish games. They choke. That's it. I'm done with talking about the Atlanta Falcons. I know. I wasn't talking I about Atlanta. No, but I'm I'm talking about Tampa. Like, oh, Atlanta was, but, but Atlanta's talented. They're one of the okay. most talented teams in the league. But the Tampa, record just Tampa, doesn't show. Okay, but Tampa Bay who they played the last couple of weeks? Do you know? You Are you know, not going to have trust in TB12? Not when they go to Green Bay and lose. They're not going to want to play in 23-degree weather after they beat Washington. Not going to happen because they're going to be the lowest seed. It's going to be one versus five, okay? And the Saints are going to win. Saints are going to win. I'm about to do the new Nick Young meme. Like, what? Like, Tom Brady was just in for 20 freaking years in the North. Dude, what did he say on Colin the other day? Oh, of course. I don't right. want to travel back to the Northeast. No, that's not the he, Northeast. It's like the great north. It's it's even worse. Thank you, Joe. It's, it's even worse. Why? You, you are not going to want to go well, to Green did, Bay in January. You just say. Tom doesn't like the cold. Tampa Bay don't like the cold. Devin White 
And, I don't and, and Mike Evans, are they going to be healthy enough to play in that game? Because Mike Evans is their most valuable receiver on that team who didn't need to play yesterday, but got hurt in a knee injury because Bruce Aarons, you know, wants to. All I've been saying is these three the guys. I mean, the you can't take out the Buccaneers because of how much talent. I don't trust the Bucs. I trust the Saints. and I, trust I the don't Packers. trust the Saints. I do not trust the Saints. I do. Especially oh, with Elvin Kamara. Elvin Kamara is out right now. Their defense can cause havoc on all three levels. Linebackers, defensive front, and second. Yeah, and their quarterback can cause havoc for themselves. Yeah, but here's the thing. Because they have one quarterback, they have two quarterbacks. Because Taysom Hill is another component that you have to add. And I think the best thing that happened to him was he actually had to play live quarterback in real games, not just six plays a game. He actually had to win games. I so if they have to go to Taysom Hill and something happens to Breeze, I think they have faith in him that he can win, and I think they can control the game clock with Taysom Hill running the football. I need to see it to believe it. I need to see it to believe it. I really truly believe it, and I think think they make a good point last night, and I know you've been saying this, Ted, I'm going to repeat myself, but the Saints kind of went all in. They know Drew Breeze this is last season. Everything is going to try to work for the Saints this year. Are you saying the fix is in? Could be. (laughs) saying the fix is in? I had the Saints in Baltimore in the Super Bowl. So did I. And I had the Ravens winning. You had the Saints? All in all, right now, Buffalo. Oh, wins. She's six. The Packers win every game by 10 points. Wow. Hey, listen, 10 plus points. That's they're, cool. they're, listen, okay. Okay. The, the great thing about that is the, okay. Pad, it, the defense that we have knocked has played really well the past Losing month. Losing David Bakari is going to be massive for Green Bay. I think the Bucs are the only team that could hang with the Packers like punch for punch. Yes. Agree. Why not? I don't think. Figure the Packers are going to put up 35, 45 points against whoever they play. I agree they win every game by 10. I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. I don't know how the Saints are going to be able to hang. That's what I'm saying. Well, they have a straight points a game with Breeze. They were 30.1 points a game. Their defense is really good. You could put their defense actually better than the Packers. And then my question would be to you guys is, do you give Seattle any chance with Russell Wilson? Because Russell, I feel like, is an no, X their factor. Off- their offense has been really strong. I know. Their defense is playing well. But they got a tough matchup. You heard this- Aaron Donald's They got a very right? tough matchup this week. Don't did, you see, did you see Aaron Donald's comments after the game? When Joe, they, they interviewed Aaron Donald after the game. And they go, I don't, I don't know if you guys know, but you're playing uh, the Seattle next week. He goes, good. Can't wait. That's exactly who we wanted. I mean, that's, we're looking be forward surprised to if it. the Seattle Seahawks are one and done because that's the toughest matchup to pick. In this entire wild game, Rams weekend, have the best defense far. in football. The Rams have well, the number one defense. To, will Jared Goff be playing? That's the key. That's definitely like, going to be Aaron Donald up the middle going pressure against and and put so, Jalen Ramsey on Devontae so Adams. About there the you NFC, go. But did we pick who's more dangerous to beat the Chiefs? I say I say I say Baltimore okay. because of their running game. Because here's the thing: what if they get bad weather, right? And Arrowhead is a possibility. And, and, and anywhere. You're up in Buffalo. What if you get bad weather? If you get snow or you get rain, you want to run the football. If you can't run the football, what are you going to do? You can't throw the ball all over the field in a snowy rain or windy game. you got to be able to run the football. That's why I think if anybody has the best chance in the AFC to take down the Chiefs, it's Baltimore because of their running game. Because And their defense. Because and they're and they're and they're getting healthy and they've been there Joe. and they have veterans and they have a coach that's won a Super Bowl so everything lines up for them to succeed. Joe. It would just be a matter, as Joe said, can Lamar Jackson play like he does in the regular season in the playoffs? And you said Buffalo, Joe. Did you actually have a set answer on that? Did you have Buffalo? 
Yeah, I, I, I just really like the way. I mean, look, I, I don't want to. When I say I like the way Buffalo's playing and that I trust Buffalo more, that's not to say I don't trust Baltimore or that mm-hmm. I don't think Baltimore could. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the year, especially the way the guys have been playing the last three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. I think Lamar could beat anybody right now. Um, but I also think the same thing of Josh Allen. And I think if somebody's going to topple the chiefs, I think those are the teams that do it. And this is the year it's going to happen. And you can't forget about the elephant in the room COVID. Let's not hope that COVID-19 does play a major factor or a major role in these playoffs. Cause God forbid, it- if that does happen and a big name player goes out like Lamar, who's already been out early in the season because of COVID man, that would just be uh, just, that would be so unfortunate, but it is. It could happen. So you know what I said to Trev the other day, and I was my cousin Bernard was over here, and I just said, you know what? If I would have done the NFL to, to kind of CYA, kind of cover their rear ends, was this: have the AFC in one bubble and the NFC in the other bubble. And what I mean by bubble is find an area. And I was thinking like Dallas, Texas, right? Because there's a lot of big time high schools around there, so you can get plenty, of, plenty, plenty of practice facilities for teams to work on it. The weather is good, and you can play the games at 1-4-8 and eight at Dallas Stadium, and you could have fans there. Then you put the NFC teams, like in the South, like in Florida, where there's a lot of big-time colleges or high school venues right around the corner. You can play all the games within a three-mile radius. You can play them either in Tampa, where the Super Bowl is being played. You can play them in Miami or Jacksonville. But what I, what I mean by that is if you can control – if you're in Dallas, right – Think about this. When they have they pick Super Bowl places, they want to know if it's a metropolitan area, big enough place that you can have millions of fans, mm-hmm. venues, and things, right? So a place where you can hold a lot of people. I just worry that what would happen to a playoff team if a major guy goes down like the Saints yesterday. I know they won the game, but God forbid next week all four running backs have COVID again. Well, it is a, well, now listen, I know Kamara is available. I said it this morning. They said he is available. Because he is playing on Sunday. Sunday. If they were playing Saturday, he'd be out. But that's a, that plays a huge factor. And I'm surprised the NFL hasn't even thought about something like that where, hey, listen, Jerry, you have a big practice field. You have a big stadium. You got a couple stadiums around. Can we put everyone in a hotel in an area? This team's in that hotel. And you control the environment so you don't have an oops. Well, the because NCAA- I think if I'm a Chiefs fan – I'm putting Mahomes and every major guy in a bubble, and I'm not letting him out of his house. I mean, the NCAA just came out today and saying they're going to be holding the NCAA tournament in Indianapolis. So, I mean, everybody did it. Most teams, I mean, the NBA did it, the NHL, the MLB has done it. And now NFL, let's just hope that nothing goes wrong because they finished the season. You got the peanut gallery over there? Stiff arm, Derek Henry. He's out. He's out. He got his phone. No, but we've made it to we've made it to the playoffs. Let's just hope that nothing seriously happens to one of the big names or just in general, because we want to see the best of the best. We want to see the best teams play. We're going to get the best 14 teams in the playoffs this year. And let's see what happens. Let's finish off with this though, because there was a team that had a chance to be in this year's playoffs, but got dismantled, demolished, whatever you want to say. By a better team. By a better team. But the big question is, and it's going to be one of the main questions that will be going on throughout this entire offseason until maybe April's NFL draft, and that is the Miami Dolphins. What will they do with Tua Tagovailoa? Are they going to stick with him, or are they going to move on? Because they do have currently slated as the number three pick because of Houston's trade with Laramie Tunsil. Do you guys remember so, my prediction? So, they, so hold, Yeah, I know. They said, you said they would lead him to the After playoffs. This week's and six, you were completely wrong. 
Well, I was, well, I was close enough, but it was, but that was pretty special because Trev was like, oh, did you make a prediction? I was like, no, I was like, come back to me. And I was like, I got one. And Joe was like, what is it? And I was like, after week six, they'll be three and three and two will lead them to the playoffs at nine and seven. Because I, I thought nine and seven would have been Joe, good enough. Joe, this is horseshoes. Close, but no cigar. Next but, time, buddy. So the Next question time. is, is two of the guy for the future? I saw on Twitter last night, I could not believe how many Miami fans, Joe, had turned their back on two already. Listen, you can look it up last night. Just type in two on Google. How many? Trade them. Trade them. Get rid of them. When a year goes, tank for two. We need two. We need two. We need them. We need them. We need Jesus. And then all of a sudden, it's like he stinks. He's awful. I will look at it this way. I do question two a little bit. But here's let's be honest. I'll use this in the same way I use Daniel Jones. Let's put some weapons around him. He has no running back. He doesn't have a legit running back. And he doesn't have a legit receiver. You're going to tell me Devontae Parker? That's nice. That's a, a nice good, he's a good number two. Let's get a nice young receiver to team him up. Let's get a Jamar Chase. Let's get a Devontae Smith. Let's get a Jalen Waddle. Someone they'll have the third and the 18th pick. Yeah. All right. We know we have a defensive minded coach. We have a really good coach. I could think they I, go offensive tackle with their first pick. They could Penny go Penny Sewell because he is a lefty and they need they would need a right tackle. So the there's a lot of possibilities with what you can do with this. Miami. And they have the seventh most cap space of all the teams in the NFL. So only six other teams have more cap space. Than, so they made all the right moves. You got to give two another year. There's stats that we had where he dinks and dunks whatever, and he doesn't look like he's stretching the field, but maybe that's the game plan. Here's my because thing. The thing that hurts Tua right now is the the success of Justin Herbert, the success of guys like Josh Allen that have taken that Joe, I mean, Joe Burrow's out, so he can't really say anything. But he was really succeeding. He was playing well. But the they put well, Hold on. You know what? Hold on. You know, it's funny that you say that. Let me just jump in just for a second. As I kind of, as you were talking, I just threw together a list of, of these guys, right? Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert, uh, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. even though I know they missed out. Um, I think all of those teams feel good about those guys. The development of those guys. You think the Browns is... feel good about Baker? Yes, yeah. Yes, I think. Yeah, you do now. You do now. Extension. I think now that I they finally so. understand that he is the guy. They were 0-16 to 1-15 to last year where they, where they you could see improvement. This year, they found the right coach, which makes the biggest difference. We've talked about this just like the Giants. They have they understand what he's about. Run the football, play action pass, and Baker Mayfield is good enough. And he got him to 11 wins. Think about yeah. it. If they were in the NFC South, they might win 12 or 13 games. Jeremy's I uh, I had so. predicted 5 and 11 for Baker this year and a complete wow. disaster. So I was uh, look. I I thought I thought stuff happened. Good enough. That's what I thought. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I was wrong for Baker's sake. I, I kind of like Colin Coward in that respect. I just, I don't like Baker. I'll never trust Baker. But he, what are, what are you going to say? He took him to the playoffs. That's, that's what you want. Yeah. It's funny. Um, next season, I, I assume that the Jags take Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they go two and fourteen. There will be idiots who will be like, get rid of him, right? And it's like, well, what did we just? What do we just go one in fifteen for? Again, I want to. I want to point this out to uh, again because I think it bears repeating. Grabbing the number one quarterback overall, or or one of the top two quarterbacks in a draft, does not magically make your team better. It didn't make the Bengals better. Joe Burrow was playing well, but they weren't winning games. Justin Herbert earlier in the year, I know everybody was like, "Oh, the guy's putting up great numbers." I didn't think he was playing that well. The end, of the, season, the end of the season, as you fellas know, oh, I like what I see. I Get rid of Anthony Lynn. Get that guy a coach. 
I mean, that's a good team. He's a really good quarterback. Giants fans with Daniel Jones, Mitch Trubisky, Wentz, Darnold. Sam I mean, Darnold. yeah. You, you. There's obviously a, a time limit on how long you're going to get. And because as you, you mentioned, as you mentioned, Teddy, the five-year window is down to three. But let's be honest. It's almost that I time want results as soon as you step in. It's three because here's the thing: you have to figure out if you're going to give him the fifth-year rookie extension. So that's what happens is because Baker Mayfield was coming to his fourth season. So what they're going to do is they'll they'll they'll, uh, they'll ante up his fifth year, pay him the rookie fifth year deal, and we'll figure out again what he'll be because you have that opportunity just like the Cowboys. Same thing, you franchise and you hold on. You want to prove it because what happens is you start looking around the league and you start looking at your division like is this same thing with Denver? I'll use Drew Locke. Same thing. Like yeah. you're thinking, if you're Denver, I know Drew Locke's only had two seasons, but hey, you're like a top ten pick. Do I take Mac Jones? Do I take Trey Lance from North Dakota State? Do I move on from a guy because hey, listen, I had Jared Judy, I had Cortland Sutton, I had Melvin Gordon, I had Philip Lindsay, I had I put I drafted Noah Fant, the tight end. I got pieces around. He hasn't proven. And here's the thing: you got to look at it in a mental capacity. There's Patrick Mahomes. He's not leaving your co- your division ever. You got Justin Herbert now. He's probably so never now even either. You're playing for third place every year. If you're, if they, no, and what if no the Raiders get a quarterback? You, you can't win it. the division with the fourth best quarterback in your division. It just doesn't happen. More likely than not, it just doesn't happen. Maybe if you have the best running game and the best defense, it can happen. But more likely than not, it's not going to happen. You got to have one of the two best quarterbacks in your division. And to be and it's that great team. And with this whole thing with Tua, they well, the Dolphins have finally got parted ways with also uh, Chan Gailey, the offensive coordinator. Chan Gailey's not the right guy for Tua. He's never been. Yes, I like that. I like that. I, the I like that. He's he's from the Mountain West. Fits Dolphins. perfectly. It'd be nice. My thing is with Tua, he needs a guy not like Chan Gailey. He's not going to beat you. He's as they've always said in the pre-draft comparisons. They compared Tua to like a Drew Brees coming out. Short, accurate throws, pinpoint. He makes those, but he's not going to beat you with stretching the field. Chan Gailey's that guy. He's a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's why they were a match made in heaven in Buffalo. That's why they were working in Miami. You got to find an offensive quarter that's right for Tua as well. He's not going to beat you with with stretching the field. He's going to beat you with the little dink and dunks. This is a talented team, the Miami Dolphins. They are going in the right direction. But it's going to be one of the main questions this entire offseason is are they going to stick with Tua or are they going to seriously contemplate drafting Justin Fields, a Zach Wilson? What do they do? That's that's all I'm trying to say. They have to give Tua. It's only been what? Uh, one year. Well, how many no, how many games? He started week six. six. He started week nine. six. One game. He started nine games. games. Yeah, but, he, but don't he got, pulled in, he got pulled in three of the last four yes. games, and he also didn't play one game when Fitzpatrick was a starter. So he really probably played about six and a half, seven games. But here, there was no preseason, so he didn't have the preseason. So let's give him a full four games preseason next year. Let's give him an offseason. Let him have another year of healthy. Listen, his body held up. So that's first things first. If you're a Miami fan, his body held up. He was able to withstand a full NFL season. Whatever it was, he was able to withstand. Yeah. We got to get him some weapons. We got it. The defense is fine. They have they have two starting cornerbacks. They have linebackers. Great they have passers. They have a great defensive minded coach. I think Brian Flores should win coach of the year or at least be one of the top two candidates with Sean McDermott. How about Kevin from Zemanski? the Bills? Maybe that too. There's so many great coaches. A lot of coaches. So with that being said, let's put some weapons around him. Let's get him maybe Penn and Soul left tackle and then 18. Let's go get a receiver. They have four of the top 50 picks. Let's go get some weapons for him. Let's see what he's all about. 
if, if, he, if, if next year, listen, if he tanks and you got to start pulling him in here because there's going to be no Fitzpatrick next year, then I think you I then, you, see then you question it. Dallas will try to move. I could see that. I could see it. Jerry makes bold moves. I, I hey, if they like my. Never know. Never know. Listen, I think a lot of teams are going to make a lot of bold moves because I think everyone, Dallas went on all on these big contracts, hasn't worked out. Philly, what are they going to do with Carson Wentz? We're talking about a guy who's only played nine games. We're like, should we already trade Because him? you're seeing the success of these younger quarterbacks, Josh Allen, who's going to be in the AFC East for the rest of his career. He's not going anywhere. Buffalo will never let him leave. You're seeing Justin Herbert, who had the greatest rookie season ever as a quarterback. You're seeing these young guys. Joe Burrow, before he was getting hurt, he looked apart. I know the record didn't say, but he looked apart. Kyler Murray has looked apart at times, but they're going to go forward with him. And there's teams like the Giants and the Jets and the Eagles, and you can put now the Miami Dolphins that are like, yeah, we got a quarterback, but is this actually going to be our guy for the next 10 to 12 years? Because yeah, but, but, hold, on. They're, they're how, more hold on. How absurd is it in nine starts to decide you, especially when he's six and three in those nine starts? I, know. I, I don't know. care that they don't care. They went to the bullpen. Fact of the matter is, is it's the NFL. And for any starting quarterback to be six and three, six and two, matter of fact, going into that game against Buffalo, Alex Smith was a bad quarterback. To, to completely turn it, look, if, if you're the Giants and you're looking at Daniel Jones's record, you you could legitimately like, ah, this guy sucks. And what are we doing? You could you could still make that argument to me. I'll debate you back, but I would understand it. Mm-hmm. The kid six and three. Yeah, he's but got I think a he, and the people, the reason look, they argue, I understand he had a good, he had six and three, but some people will be like. Well, he had the biggest game of his career yesterday, a chance for your team to go to the playoffs, and you laid a major dud, and you didn't look good at all. And all the, I mean, the one pick that he threw to Josh Norman for the pick six, his receiver fell, but the other two picks, bad throws. And you see moments like that, you want to have a quarterback that can flourish in moments like that. You don't want to see him take a step back and be like, this is a, this is a guy that looks like a JV. They got, hit, they got hit with a mudslide yesterday. Uh, yeah. They, I think they, look, they, played, they played a much better team yesterday. I get that. This defense, which was one of the best defenses in the league, I think they were the number one scoring defense in football, gave up 56 points yesterday. So, you know, this is a team that plays great defense, says, hey, Tua, don't lose the game for us. Do what you do best. 18 to 24, 195 yards. Throw me a touchdown, no picks. We're going to run the football, control the clock, and play good defense, and we're going to win football games. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can win a lot of football games that way. <laughs> what are you laughing at? What do you want to say to this? Mike Lennon stinks. How many times are we going to mention If he my- had some weapons, I'm just, I don't know, maybe. Uh- <laughs> yeah, they're going to pass on Trevor Lawrence. And Mike Lennon and Devontae Smith would take the Jaguars to from 1 and 15 to 0 and 16, but it would be fun to watch. Um, yeah, let's, let's pump the brakes because, like Ted said, a year ago, people were saying, let's tank for Tua. Now, all of a sudden, but I did say, fans in Miami, they have more control, whereas a team like the Giants and, and the Steelers, teams like that, they don't listen to their fans. Oh, last couple of years, the Mirrors have listened to the Giant fans because the Giant fans, yeah, the Giant fans want no, Daniel Jones. Because I know, because guys who are actual, um, you know, what, people? The, what the hell is the word? Actually, have season tickets. Mirrors took a lot of letters from fans last year for how bad the Giants' disgrace was, and the Mirrors took it seriously because they even wrote a letter to the Giant fans, writing back to every single one of the Giant fans about how they were going to do better and change. Because the Giant fans had been sick of it. They had written letters. Look it up. 
And you'd be surprised. The mirrors have a lot of power. I wonder how Giant fans would have survived in the in the 80s or the 70s when they were god-awful. They weren't charging $30,000 for a PCL or a PSL. Well, nobody went to freaking the games this year at all. So who cares? we got to wait until maybe next year, if that's even possible. Oh, I think it's insane that anybody at this point would suggest that to a shouldn't at least get a shot like why i I can't even understand why they're not like well that was i mean if you're like a team like if you're atlanta would you trade the fourth pick for two no i'm not you moving on from matt ryan i know i'm just i'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying stupidly hypothetically but what could could you get for a quarterback you just drafted last year who has a disastrous last game of the year. You know who what would take you him. get for him? I, I mean, I definitely right? for, you I, know who would take him. You definitely get a you first. Know you know, you're definitely him. getting a first. Yeah. Good yeah, old buddy Bill. Why not? A little up north. Who, New England? Yeah, the good old state of Boston. You know, a guy named Bill Belichick would just I, learn for a guy like that. I'm sure Bill made the call. And he's got multiple. <laughs> and here's the thing. He's got multiple, multiple picks. So, say, here you hey, go, Mike. Ryan, happy new year. What are you doing with Tua? Um, I'm sure it went like that. You want two second round picks? Now you can have six picks in the top 50. Hold on, all people need to just, yeah, we need to just pump the brakes on the whole tour thing. Let's give them a full year. 100% agree with you, Joe. But But we are in an overreaction society. In a time where you're seeing. He had a much better record as a starter than Justin Herbert did. But that's the team. Listen, uh, but but Teddy, Teddy, at the end of the day, what are we trying? Hold on. What are we trying to do? Are we trying to be six and three, or are we trying to be seven and nine? No, I'm trying to be uh, ten and six. I look absolutely right now. Listen, my my do point. Think, is, do you think they'd be better if Herbert was their quarterback? Say that now. No, no, yes. you said that yesterday. I know you said we to say me. That now. You said no, to and me. I said Dolphins fans or a Dolphins fans going to look back five years from now because even mom was pissed and say, did they take the wrong quarterback? Well, isn't that the game we played with with Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger forever? Didn't we play that game from 2004 on? What if we would have had Philip Rivers instead? You know, you're going to play that game forever. I'm sure the Giants are still wishing now Herbert would have came out last year. I think, like I said, like I said, did that extra year at college is that would make the difference for Herbert? Is that why he's a little bit more game ready than maybe some of these other rookies are? Him and he's also got a 4.0 GPA in biology. Graduated hey, in two hey, and a half years. Hey, Joe, guess what? That's why they call it overreaction Monday. Absolutely. Everybody's overreacting. I know they had a chance to go to the playoffs and they got embarrassed by, as we know, probably maybe the hottest team in the entire league right now. 18 years. Huh? 18 years. Browns were 20. No. That, uh, the, no Brown, the Dolphins had made the postseason in 18 years. The Browns in 18 as well, 2002. Yeah, last time they played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and looks like they're going to play them next they week. They were up by 17 points. Kelly Holcomb was a quarterback. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, well, don't worry. Oh, the was the next day I'm against not, San Francisco by 18 points. Not 18 points. They were up by 18 points, no, they and they lost. They were, 38, they were up 38-14. They blew a 24-point lead. All in all, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be a little ticked off watching the 8 o'clock game next Saturday night between Tampa and Washington because it would have been fun to watch the Giants on Saturday night, NBC against Brady. It would have been fun. But, hey, things are going to be looking up for the Giants. Things will be looking up for Miami, too. 
You got to keep rolling what you got right now. You got to give Tua at least another year or so, just like Joe said, 100% agree with them. Hey, if I'm Let's not bank on nine games, but I know with the young quarterbacks that have been flourishing in this league, you want to know, is this your guy or not? Because if not, people lose jobs, plain and simple. When you make decisions and you hold off on those decisions, some people lose those jobs. So the Dolphins do have a serious question to figure out. But like Joe said, 100% agree. They need to give him another year. He had two picks, by the way, in his first eight starts. Only two interceptions, two it did. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I I I haven't watched I didn't watch this game yesterday, and I haven't even honestly watched the highlights yet. So I don't want to get too analytical about it. Everything I've seen from Tua, again, the way he throws the football, the way he the way he commands himself on the field, to me, that's a winning quarterback. Can I tell you one thing? That's why I say, look, and again, I know he got he got helped in, in relief a few times, but uh, six and three with a rookie, I'll put I mean, this one. got to take that. Joe, analytically, I watched some of the game yesterday and I saw some of the highlights. He looked better five weeks ago when that game against Kyle Murray in Arizona than he did at Buffalo. If you watched a game against Arizona that week, he ran the ball with authority. The ball was coming out of his hand with with command and understanding of where he was throwing the ball. It wasn't like, I hope it goes there. It was, it's going there. If you watch that game, he was on he was on command that game. He was on fire. Yeah, and then last night, and I just wonder this, the other question is, did the cold and playing in Buffalo have anything to factor? Because he is not a cold guy. Came from Hawaii, played in Alabama. There's not many cold games in Alabama and Hawaii. So, I'm just, you know, could that be a factor? I, maybe oh, yeah. now you never know if it's. But I'm just saying, enough, this, is a, this is. I mean, you, <laughs> I, I never know because he actually he looked better his first couple of games than he did down the stretch, which is kind oh, of. I agree. Should all be the opposite, all but all maybe guys, teams start to figure out who you are and what Dolphins you are. Joyce, your future looks bright. Just wait one more year. See what happens. Especially after what it was last year. And like I said, by in the general, way, football. By oh, the way, Trev, Kelly is there one more thing? Is this this is my game? one more thing. Kelly Holcomb was my Mike Lennon uh, back in the old days. Kelly Holcomb. Remember Kelly yeah. Holcomb? Yeah. I just, I'm the one that said it. I watched the thing this morning. The Browns had lost. The last time they won was 1994. The Browns and Bill Belichick were the coach. Pepper Johnson was a thing. Yep. And yep. Vinny yep. Testaverde was the quarterback. Then they lost the next week in the divisional round to the Steelers. Then they lost again. And then in 2002, they lost to the Steelers. I forgot who they lost. And then Tommy Maddox. I know that in 2002 to Tommy Maddox, but they lost to the Steelers. I'm. I'm pretty certain I'm pretty certain somewhere in the 2000s I had a season where I was the Jaguars no kidding and Kelly Holcomb was my starting quarterback I had traded everybody for draft picks I like Kelly Holcomb I'm not gonna lie I have played with Jack you traded Mark Brunel yeah immediately everybody clean house Fred Taylor Oh yeah, no, dude! I loaded up on team. all ones and twos, all first. That I was one of my favorite. Drafted a completely original team with the Jags. Won like six or seven Super Bowls. It was glorious. What'd you play on rookie? Anytime you want to Madden up, I suck at Madden. Time, you name the play. Oh, because I don't I suck at. Come on over. We're playing the big screen. I can't play on all Madden, but I I'm an all pro guy all day. All Madden is too hard impossible me and you will play ufc i'll tell you a thing or two oh i'll do a lot that's fine <laughs> we got homeland derby we got the mlb show we yeah you can be ted williams we ted williams you could be gary sanchez and actually hit home runs and don't miss the ball and not strike out um he does hit home runs 
and yeah, a strikeout. Every thousand years. Right. Every yeah. thousand years. No. He doesn't get any singles. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to postseason time in the NFL. I cannot wait for wild card weekend. I cannot wait for this upcoming weekend because, well, Monday night, my Buckeyes get to play a chance to win the national championship. Even though those CMG boys never thought we had a chance, but it's okay. Give us another 50 nothing loss. I love it. Anyways, fans, let's enjoy because we have one more month left of football. Sorry to break everybody's hearts, but let's. we've made it here, and here we go. It's crunch time. It's playoff time. The best of the best are about to start. We're going to be – thank you, Jace. Thank you, Big Jace. He is the host of Drawing About the G-Men. What else? Is he a host of, of other shows? What other shows? Oh, he's on he, a million shows. He's on a hard-hitting wrestling. Hard-hitting wrestling show. He's on all those shows, so check him out as well. He just, as did, a, he just did a basketball podcast, I think, too. Yeah, they just started a basketball podcast. Yeah, That's posting cool. up, by the way. Yeah, posting up podcast. I really haven't so. seen a lot of the basketball season yet. I haven't gotten into it yet. I know Curry had 62 last night. Yeah, he did. Get on that because they're they're gonna they're gonna want Trevor's basketball expertise. Oh, because then they're gonna t- then I tell them I'm a Laker fan. They're gonna think I'm a front runner too. But okay, that's fine. It's okay. I've been a Laker fan all my life. Wait, hold on, real wow. quick, just so I can run through the list: Yankees, Ohio State, Lakers, mm-hmm. Giants, Rangers, and I'm a Duke fan. Ooh. <laughs> all teams that people hate. You're the front runner teams. That's why. Now that's a, you can't pick a front runner team when you're a kid, I suppose. But you yeah. see where people yeah. might think that's Joe. So, Joe, see, I'm all in New York except for basketball. Well, I'm all New York. Orlando, Orlando Magic. And, hey, I became and a Florida Gators. I became a Laker fan with Kobe and Shaq. That's, I, 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 once I started following them, I yeah, just I was I, I fell in love with Orlando Magic, Penny Hardaway, and Shaq, Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott, what, what Ronnie Cycle, Brian with those Hill. Two guys. Those and then for the Gators, have you ever been to Columbus? No, Trev, I have not. I want to go there. It's a bucket list in my life that I would love to go. To well, Trev's house. actually going farther away from Columbus, so don't I'm worry. Going far away. He's never going to see him, so don't worry about it. No, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go wherever I want. I'll go anywhere. I'm going to the national championship, baby. It's in Miami. Who's coming with me? Want to see a real team play, baby? Not Coastal Carolina or Cincinnati. Oh, one last thing. I'll just oh, say that. No, real quick, just just my one last thought, I, and and I say this again, based off of Justin Herbert. Last thing, I promise. I think Mac Jones is going to stay at Alabama, play his senior year, and be the number one overall pick next year. That wouldn't be a bad move. It's not the worst thing, actually. I think I I, I honestly do. Just I'd I like to see him without Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle too, and not. Oh, I, I think I think it would do him good to stick around and do it, get more experience, and again, uh, show people what he can do without. Uh, all, and not look again. Not, not that the depth at Alabama still won't have stars all over the place, but but the it, last it, four receivers from Alabama are going to all be first round picks in the Rugs, Judy, Dwaddle, and the kid Devonte Smith, who's going to be the Heisman Trophy winner tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. So don't forget. I know. John, I know. All in all. Enough with you all and all. Just say the show is ended. Thank well, you very much for tuning in to Keys of the City. We'll see you later this week. Have a nice day. No, Goodbye. No, that's not how we do it. Thank you. Let that's actually let, pretty good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Good job. We finally did it. It took him three years. <laughs> all in all, guys, I just want to say thank all you. All in all, I love you guys. We love you guys. I hope everybody had a wonderful New Year's. So, Joe. We'll see you at the end of the week. One more thing. We'll see you at the end of the week. No, I got nothing else. Except for Harry Sanchez is all. (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be at the end of the week. Can't wait. Football weekend, Wild Card weekend, National Championship Monday. We'll have it all later in the week. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Clovercrest, Me or Clovercrest Media, Keys to the City, Twitch. So follow, subscribe, share, like. See what you did? You made me go. You made me lose. I went I Tua. Done this. I went Tua. I went Tua. I lost my mind. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming everything.